Robert. Hello, Laura. How are you? Hello there, Robert. How's it going? I'm great. Are you? I'm absolutely flying. I oh feel my great. God. You I look feel fresh. As fresh as a daisy. Tell everyone sharp. how fresh you are. I'm so fresh. <laughs> like, I'm, this is, I'm fresh. I think you look, and no, no word of a lie, I think you look about 10 years younger than you did last week. That's a smart, <laughs> I do, don't I? You look very, very fresh. Maybe it's your hair. No, it's not. It's not, not trying to mine. Red Raw. Red Raw. With Rob and Laura. And how's that been going? Oh, grand. I'm, do you know what? I, I'm... Oh, it's grand. <laughs> I had this conversation with my buddy Alan the other day, like, and um, it's not that I'm not going to have a mad blowout again, but I was like, going, the next blowout, mm-hmm. it needs to be, like, not just going out for the sake of it. Not that I do anyway, but there has to be an event. That it you have to be, to be worth good it. people. Yeah. That, like, even if you end up shattered for days, that you can look back and laugh. Yeah. So no going forward, I think there needs to be a planned <laughs> night to look forward to. I just have this image of you like a couple of days later going, do you remember Monday? <laughs> 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 I'm so glad I can look back and laugh. But you could this. get into habits like, oh, you can anyway, just just, like, just relaxing at the weekend and that accumulation of even if it's two, three, four bo- gla- bottles, glass of wine <laughs> a day, you're just... For what? Yeah, I know. No, I'm fresh yeah. out. No, I'm buzzing. Well. Lovingly. Speaking of being fresh, we have a brand spanking new email address, Robert, because we want you to be able to contact yeah. us. So it is redrawpod at gmail.com. That's right? savage, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. So chic having her own one. So please do get in contact with us. We've had a load of people on asking, are we going to be like doing ads and stuff? Now, we don't want to do ads. No. Like the radio kind of ads. No. But if somebody wants to sponsor us, Robert, we're not against it. Like some nice little company want to come in? Like Th- Super Value? <laughs> <laughs> super Value Park. I mean, would we say no to them? We wouldn't. We, we, wouldn't. Know, we know you're scouting around the place looking for something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, seriously, we are open to that. The rules are they have to like the podcast as it is and they can't be coming in trying to change us. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. That's all the housekeeping doing That's now. It, no? I'm like Mrs. Doyle, mm-hmm. a dody little housekeeper. <laughs> right. What are we talking about? I don't know. How's your week? Well, Robert, I had possibly one of the happiest moments of my life this week. I did. You're having a good January now, aren't you? I'm having a good January. And look, I do think that you're slightly responsible for it. Go on. Because you like you're kind you know the way I used to allow you to be tired? You're kind of not allowing me to be full January, Laura. Now I've had my dips. I've had my dips into January, Laura, but mostly I'm just kind of plowing on. Mostly, I think. There was a fella there now fucking annoying me yesterday. <laughs> but I was like, no, no, no. Do, do you know what really bugged me the other day? I was inside in Dunn's, right? Dunn's in Balavalan. I had my buggy with the baby in it, okay? I had one of them pulley along baskets that you pull along behind you. Do you know them, yours? I do. Yeah, very handy with the buggy. Marion wanted to get one of them baskets to go shopping. Oh, no. Slippery slope. Are you, for, are you for real? <laughs> like, my dad uses one of them. No, You'd no. be walking the dog and he's the, he's the basket on the way down to Aldi. Why does Marion want this? <laughs> <laughs> Why doesn't she use a trolley? I says, are you joking, Mar? I won't let her get it. No, she can't have it. I was like, you know, the fella at the start to Mary Poppins that has the drum up in his back and he has the accordion out the front. So yeah. That was me anyway. But as I was walking along, there's all these fellas stuck on the shelves. And I'm like, I can't get past here. Excuse me. 
I wide load approaching here. And like, was there people jumping out of the way? There was not. And I'm like, I'm inside your shop trying to buy stuff yeah. and you're all over the place here. Very annoyed. Just say it to him. No, <laughs> which is which is progress. January Laura would have ate them. Right. I just muttered to it myself as I went past, kind of like, oh, sure, I don't need to get past at all. I only have a baby in a basket. Kind of passive aggressive. Oh, young fellas or? But just kind of fellas with yeah, stuff yeah, thrown all over the place. With day, like. Get and, and like, I totally get it. And like, but at the same time, get out of me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But anyway, sorry, on. that wasn't the happiest moment of my week. The happiest moment of my week, Robert. A girl got onto me on Instagram and she sent me a picture of five unopened boys on dolls I've seen this in your Instagram that were available to buy in Cork uh, on Facebook Marketplace right <laughs> now when I tell you that my little heart went I want them now I do, I'm not a hoarder right contrary to popular belief I and like nothing like I wouldn't have that kind of nostalgia thing about anything else yeah. but I was like Oh my God, the full set. Because I only had Stephen Gately. I was like, I want the full set. How much was it? 150 that's euro. That's cheap though, isn't Rob, it? Rob, that's a bargain. They yeah. were around that each. Like they were about £25 each when I bought mine in Quinsworth long ago, right? So I just kind of sent a message to the girl and I was like, are these still available? And she sent back a yes, of course. <laughs> like nobody wants them. Do you have them? I have them. They're there behind us. Right, yeah. Them I'll get them now in a sec. Uh, you talk in a minute and I'll get them. But I, so I got them. And I swear to God, it feels like I've gotten a piece of my childhood back. They'll be worth a few, Bob. They won't, because I took them out of their we'll get boxes. Ronan Keaton and the podcast. <laughs> well, you talk to them there and I'll go get the dolls. Get them, get them. One second now, talk to I them. I would, what, what dolls would you like to get? I'd have, when I seen it on your, I was laughing on your Instagram, I'd have probably getting the A-team. The A-team? Yeah. You know, B.A. Baracus and Hannibal and... I know well who the A.T. And are. Face and Murdoch. Was there dolls of them? If there was, like... I have my dollies there now. Look at, him. look at him. That's Keith Duffy. That's Keith Duffy, yeah. And I have Shane Lynch and I have... Look at, look at Shane Lynch. And he's got the eyebrow thing. Ah, will you stop? I used to be very afraid of Shane Lynch. I thought he was kind of a bit Give tough. Stephen Gately. Stephen Gately, gorgeous. God rest him. Very sad. Still very sad over Stephen. Look at the state of poor Ronan. They did him dirty, Robert. <laughs> and there's Mikey Graham. They're heavy enough as well, aren't oh, they? Oh, they're, they're, they're proper they're dollies. Boots. Like, they're Ken dolls. And Mikey Graham, look at them. Back. I have the full set. You can see this on our Instagram, I'd say. I'd swear you'll be able to see this on our... Hold them up. <laughs> Hold up those lanos. Red Raw on the old Instagram. Stop your messing anyway. This... But, like, it made me so happy. And do you know what it made me think? You have to put work into being happy. This is what this was my revelation, right? Yeah. Like I could have felt like a dope there now going, You're a stupid dope, why would you get them five dolls? Yeah. But I was like, this is something in my day, like even the adventure of going to get them, telling the kids about it, like it gave me a story for my day. And I think we get very used to like bogging down into like sad stuff and and yeah. unhappiness and people forget that you have to put the same effort into being happy as you do to being sad. Do you know, um, I, I said this to Mar the other day, like, like I genuinely know I'm in great old form. <laughs> <laughs> Good it's form. so fresh. It's so fresh. Yeah. And then I says to him, I goes, why do I fucking self-sabotage myself then? Like, I'm good, I'm happy, you know, like, and in good form, everything is good. I, I'll do something to fuck this up because this isn't going to last so I might as well end it now. <laughs> you know but, I mean? <laughs> but, like, but you can have that and I, people, you can have that when you're doing sport as well like everything be going well and you could do something to self-sabotage yourself. 
You could do, and sorry now, this is this is the crossover we're always talking about. It's the same with stand-up. You could be like, I had a savage, savage gig there now last night or whatever. And then you wreck it, it when, is in it, your when head. You're, when you're climbing up the ladder of happiness, there's all them good feelings. And then when you're up there, oh, I'm happy, I'm too, I'm happy. No, this can't last for that long. This can't last for yeah. that long. Let's go mad. But but what do you mean self-sabotage? Because I think what I'd view as self-sabotage, you probably, like, is self-sabotage having two glasses of wine in the night? No. Eric could be, like, no, fuck it, like, like, say, if I went home now tonight, Eric and Griff, I'm going to have a bottle of wine. Yeah. I know it's nothing. It's not much. Then I'll have another one tomorrow. And then I'll feel shit again. Yeah. And then I'll go, oh, I can't maintain this, or I can't keep it going, or, you know, or if, if you're training really well. When I was younger, it's better when I got older. And you do something and you mess, you're, you're training so well, you're doing everything right, and then you do something to feck it up. And then you're back to square one Like what? <laughs> but is it a Just, mental thing or is it a physical thing? It could be any, like, when you're, it could be going off your plan or off your program or yeah. doing something silly or breaking that concentration or that routine and yeah you know it's it, so there is there's there's a skill as well in kind of being happy and accepting that this is good and just keep going and keep going and doing you know you're always, being around good people as well like yeah oh that makes a massive difference yeah. you're always talking about not being too high or being too low yeah. and i think that's interesting because like if somebody if somebody say, like gave a positive comment we'll say under the podcast then I'm like, oh my God, we're amazing. We're unbelievable. We are like unreal. Whereas if somebody gave a negative comment, I'm like, we're terrible. We're yeah. absolute most blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So it's like not letting either of them affect you. So the good one shouldn't drive yeah. you up either. 100%. I struggle with that because I'm like, I want to be driven up. I want to be uh, happy. And I, I, only, I only had it last weekend when a fellow wrote an awful article about me in, oh, yeah. the, uh, in the Sunday Indo. It, it was completely a story that was told before. 14 years old. Obviously, I was on TV last week. I was on radio, a load of media stuff. Yeah. So I have to pull back then and realise, and this fellow now who wrote about me, right? Well documented who his friends are. Mm-hmm. One of them's in prison. Like, okay. I'm not even going to go there. Yeah, yeah. He's done terrible things in his own career. And then it's like, Rob, this isn't personal to you. This guy's trying to stay relevant. It's like a bully in school. Yeah. And I was like, don't, don't throw fuel on it. Yeah. You know? And I had loads of people, to be fair now, with anything, and it's back to being happy. Loads of people coming in and, and the support of your, your network and people around you. And like you can have, just because you can have these terrible thoughts and terrible feelings, it doesn't mean they're true or you don't have to feel them or you don't have to feed them. Yeah. And, it, and it's the same as like, like if you're, if you have a child in school who's been bullied, what do you do? You monitor the situation, I think. Yeah. And you monitor what your man's writing. And there's a couple of inaccuracies that he wrote. So, I could go down a real negative route now where I would be 100% right. But do I want to bring all of that drama into my life? I know. But no, it's it's flagged and it's there and it's ready to be used. But I, I, I'm i going to stay happy and I'm going to I'm going to choose to ignore. Also, does that make sense? It does make sense. But also like you're writing about something that happened 14 years ago. Like that's not but staying relevant. there's a load of inaccuracies it? in it. And yeah, I don't even yeah, want yeah. to throw a few yeah, in it. No, yeah, but, yeah. but I would say the same like like it could be in sport, there could be something happening to your kid in sport, it could be going through an experience with a coach, with somebody in a team who who mightn't be nice to them or bullying them. I think if they come to you and they tell you about it, you keep an eye on the situation and you let the person know that you're there for support. And, I, and, and it goes into school, like kids being bullied in school. Well, we got a message on the Instagram about that, about how do you deal with your kids dealing with bullies? Like she was kind of talking about teenagers. Having a clue, Rob. I have not got a clue. And I know that at the moment, my approach is all wrong because I am still in that kind of suffocating mm. mother zone Mm-mm. of like, 
I will go in and I'll I'll fight that child for you no bother. Oh, like yeah. my kids are only small, so Polly's only eight, Alfie's six, and Freddie's only a baby. But like I'm in the horrors. You've gone through the teenage years with two of yours. I'm in the horrors about how how do I protect them? How do I say like what do I do? Sometimes when you go through the situation and I've had it with my kids and you go through your emotion to protect them and to fucking go down and cause wreck if you had to go to that yeah. raw emotion with no intelligence behind it, it should cause fucking carnage because there's a reaction to everything that you do but sometimes you need to take a step back you obviously need to mind them protect them monitor the situation let a teacher know let the friends know and, and just monitor it and let you, the kids have to have the coping mechanisms to deal oh. with stuff Florida because we have to deal with so much shite in yeah. our life not as kids as adults as well well you this know, is it like I know that me intervening I always refer to myself as Mufasa from the Lion King now Mufasa <laughs> did get killed as far as I'm aware but anyway yeah, like, you know, there's a reaction there's a reaction to everything so you you know well I think he was double crossed by a family member <laughs> look let's not get into the ins and outs of the Lion King but I always I feel like I rear up like Mufasa <laughs> if anyone says anything about my kids and I know that like while that might be fine in the moment I'm not passing on the life skills to them about how to deal with stuff mm. do you know what I mean and that like that works worries me because I think what I have is from when I was a teenager right now when I look back Rob I had a lovely time really but there definitely was instances where I had fallings out with friends oh yeah and like particularly groups of girls you know you'd be like I'm odd with you now today and I'm friends with her and then the next day I'm odd with her but me and you were friends there was a lot of that going on and I actually think it was quite probably destructive to my little soul and so my thing as a parent then is I don't want her to have to go through that at all Yeah, but I'm like What's wrong with me? Like, as in, I have gone through it and that's made me a stronger person. I know. But so why am I trying to protect Polly, we'll say in particular, so much from any... Ex- like, she just has to go through it. You have to go through it. And I like... The the Danish have been voted, like, the happiest people in the world. Ah, fuck them. The happiest people in but the world. But are they? I'd say they are. I said it's pastry based. And uh, I, I read that book and <laughs> pastry pear- based, Rob. No, that's so d- funny. Go away. Danish I, pastries. I, you see, you've me. I, I, that went over my head. No, that's why I pulled you back. Like, that's I, very funny. <laughs> this is a real serious topic. Sorry, I mean, you cough on like sorry, one sorry, minute. Sorry, sorry. But you have to leave them go through some of the scenarios. Like, like I'd be, I even watching Kyle growing up playing football matches, and you see the fuck. It's not even the players. The, the, oh my god You see you always Trigger my ogre I remember he was playing He was playing a fail A hurling game Sorry can we just put a peg In the Danish Because I don't know Where they came in We ran about the Danish people They're happy So the parents but why are they happy Because they, they leave their kids Go to the point Of going through all of it Like being bullied Or even if they're pushed over In the playground They'll just watch They'll watch And they'll leave and go through it And they'll only step in At the point When they're not safe How do you know that I've read the book what book? The, Dan- why the Danish are the happiest in the world. But like surely there's a me over in Denmark being like, I going in now to kill a child. But, but most of it is only horse playing. Kids not, you know, there, there's not badness in it and you learn how to deal with it and it's how your narrative with it. But I it hate is like, horse play. I don't think there should be any horse play. Yeah, but, but imagine in sport, I remember Cahill, right? He one played time. in a fail game down in Carrigline one time and it was fellas hopping Hurley's off him Lord I'm not messing no because he was very good Go when on. you said a fail again I thought he was dancing with I Hurley. thought he was doing his like he was doing his big Irish brush to, like a no. failer to me is like a little kind of a singing singing songs thing and, uh, no it's a failer is under 14 hurling oh yeah and it's got I can remember everything so they were beating 111 to 110 oh. and he scored 1-9 that day 
and there was flares hopping hurlies off him. He was getting flaked. And in my head, I said, this is wrong. It's not sport. Like, you're not teaching him the right thing. So, <laughs> I don't know what did I tell him at halftime. Like, he goes, Kyle, the landscape is no by there's fellas hopping hurlies off you. I says, if fuck, if somebody does it to you again, you need to bury them. Like, I says, you okay. can't be, okay. you can't be taken either because you're being 100% targeted. Like, and you have to stand up for yourself then as well. And it was bad. Yeah. Like, and he came off the pitch, Laura, right? Leave the lads sorted out because they'll be friends afterwards. And a parent went over to him and he said, you're a fine player. He says, you pity your attitude isn't good. <gasps> a he parent? He's only 13 years of age. But Carl was about six foot at the time, like, and he was there. Why didn't just appear and go into the pitch and tell him, call him onto the pitch, say, I'll have a cut off, you know, let alone when I'm going to be 18, I'll bury you. Carl was six foot, Rob was four foot, roll and get this fella up in your man's bag. And you're looking, and it's like, Dad, relax. You know, but you would be overprotective, but leave the kids play, leave them, have their hearts play. Once it's safe, they will fight and they will get over it and they will get on. We can't fuel it to a degree. But but you see, it's so complicated because there's so many layers there. Whatever about the kids, are you not now fuming at that parent? Oh yeah, I'm fucking fuming at him because he should know better. But did you did you not I want to attack him. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did, yeah. Oh, yeah. But you see, because I feel yeah. like I feel like I'm constantly having to regulate my emotions so that the kids become kind of regulated, well-rounded people. Mm. But like my heart breaks like Alfie went. I saw Alfie going into school this morning and he hugged some random child on the way in. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Now maybe he's a sexual predator but <laughs> Early signs Right but, that in the book Oh my god But the child Kind of kind of shrugged him off a bit I thought Now it was a bit of a Prolonged yeah, hug yeah, yeah. But I felt like like, Do I need to go in And, and tell that child <laughs> That Alfie is only being kind That Alfie is my Special little soldier Like as in I I find uh, but you, Being faced with stuff To do with my kids Rob Some of the hardest Things I'll you, ever face But some people then Like 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 I see you there and only give you a hug. There's some people I would not like. Even like say Dorval's name always pops up. Yeah, we might kind of throw the head back. How's it going? Do you know? Because we wouldn't be huggy like. Yeah. Like that. But we'd both know it. We'd laugh. It would be the odd hug. But the next time you see her, now you're to give her a big hug. Do you know. Right? Yeah. But but you know that kind of way. Yeah. You might give her the hug the odd time, but like some people you give a hug to then, and others you wouldn't. So you learn to l- read then. Who's huggy like? Do you know what I mean? But does so that make sense? Yeah, it does. So no, he might not hug him the next day. <laughs> no, but you know what though? No, but I know you're but not it huggy. Be, it could be with lads as well. No, I could see some lads and you give them a big fucking hug. Like, how oh, are you getting on a big hug? And the other lads then, who's going? Man? I kind of worry now <laughs> because I know, I know that you're not huggy, but I always inflict a hug on you. I'm like, we'll have a hug, now. but you have been like, as in. So I'm like, am I Alfie then in that situation? Uh, some, some, I don't know. I don't know. Because um, as well, I heard Polly chatting to one of her friends the other day and I heard her going, you know now that you're my best friend and my heart. If it wasn't reciprocated. No, but Rob, it smashed my heart to bits because I'm still like that as an adult. Like as I'm nearly 40 <laughs> and I'd be like, Rob, you know now that like, aside from Shane, you're my best friend. Like I, I always feel so vulnerable because even my actual female best friend, Laura, I'm always like, you're my best friend. And she's like, you're my friend. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm so vulnerable about like, I like everyone to know how much they mean to me, but then that can come across weird. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm prepared to survive on my own. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting connected to no one. I don't want to go hurt. I'm not is, getting any dogs, cats. I don't want any friends. This is, 
<laughs> Leave me alone. He's a lone wolf, guys. He's a lone wolf. She's there trying to hug him, roaring at him. You're my best friend. He's like, I just want to be on my own. No, but I don't know what that is in me. And I think I'm trying to protect my kids in some way from that vulnerability because I think what it is is actually having been kind of hurt when I was small yeah. and I don't want my kids to be hurt like for example do I have contact with anyone from primary school not at all not <laughs> at all do I have contact with anyone from secondary school no I think as an actor as well right you're often in casts you're yeah. you know you're in a cast the cast not not like as in that I've a broken injury you're in it <laughs> sorry I know you're <laughs> sorry no, I know what a cast is alright good picture you with two broken legs and two broken arms and just strings in a, in a bait she tried to hug someone you're too much they, drip. they punched her <laughs> no but I'm like I think I think I've been in a lot of scenarios where it's like we say in Irish college yeah. or, in, or in a play or whatever you're so invested in each other you spend so much time together there's so much love there this is the best yeah. time you're and then bang it's gone. it's gone and I think only as an adult now am I realising that's why I'm still kind of I think everything ends Right. Yeah, so yeah, even yeah. we say Laura, Laura O'Callaghan, give her a full name, who is my best friend from college. Yeah. I'm like, we've been friends now for nearly, oh, cheekers, 15, 20 years. Right. But in my head, I'm like, oh, that's a ticking time bomb. <laughs> like, because everything else ends. So I'm like, it was the same when we were like, when we were deciding whether to do the podcast or not. I'm yeah. like, oh. I mean, like it's things end. Things like, I I'm at the end of everything. That's like holidays, though, isn't it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that romance and that like that them feelings you have from meeting friends, yeah. and people and holidays, and then it's gone. It's gone, and you're you're left it, there going. Maybe it wasn't gone. as good as I thought it was. But Marion says that. Oh, but I'm a bit like Marion says that to me. If I meet someone initially, or like is it like a new job, or I come home and oh. He's sound or she's lovely yeah. and he's great. And then two months come go by and say, "Fuck, she's first and nine. <laughs> but I'm the same. Fucking dope. But she's I doing things and it would annoy. And and then like, and then it's done. Yeah. So I'd, I'd have that fear as well. But I think. I would definitely, this is what I'm trying to prevent my children from being, right? What's the alternative? Because I would prefer to greet everyone with the like, you are welcome into my life. I think you're a great person. Uh, I would prefer to start at that and then have to back down and be like, actually, no panic button. Get out. I'm allergic to you. It's different though in Spain and in Poland. Like when I was training in Spain and but Poland. I live in Ireland. <laughs> you know, but the, just the characters Go though, on. like I find in Ireland. We're so, oh, we're so welcoming. We love you. And then we fucking cut the legs off <laughs> you then there for a month. She's fucking annoying. Man. Yeah. Well, if she fuck, she calls to the door, close the windows, curtains. <laughs> Drop to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but in Poland, they're very standoffish at the start. And then if you're wrong, they're wrong. They'll warm to you a little. They'll warm to you a little. And then when they finally let you in, the yeah. same as it, you're, you're in. And your family. And the mind you. And is, is that a better way? I think it probably is. You know what I mean? Because I think you probably would experience less hurt. Because I think... Like, I don't like to be too vulnerable, but I am a fiercely vulnerable person. Mm. <laughs> so, like, I think I, I my dad said it to Shane the night before. He, did I tell you this before? The night before I got married to Shane, dad pulled Shane outside. That sounds weird, does it? <laughs> <laughs> Just a bit of practice. <laughs> I show you how it's done. No, no, Robert. He asked Why Shane. Didn't even to, go to, like... <laughs> mine did. Just the way I, I said it weird. He asked Shane to step outside with him the night before my wedding. And he said to him, he said, Laura collects hangers on, right? There are people that follow her around 
and she collects them all in all mm. the waifs and strays mm. he calls them and he said I've been trying to protect her from that for years and kind of he was passing the baton to Shane mm. that he now needed to protect me from that right so I remember hearing it at the time going not at all I don't do that and I certainly won't do it now as an adult try me collecting them the whole time mm. It's like me boys on dolls. I have a collection of, because I want, I first of all, I want everyone to think I'm sound. Yeah. Second of all, I want people to know how nice I am. But I also want them to know that I have a severe edge. My initial thing is this, this need to be liked. And then this need to be important yeah. for that person. And then they all fucking let me down. <laughs> Because because I have so much expectation of like they're going to be a great person in my life and then I'm like, oh my God, get out. I don't want you in my life anymore. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I remember. <laughs> no, I, I do. I'm listening to you. I remember I was living in Dunlee, um back around 2003. My Megan's birthday yesterday. She was 21. 21, yes. How do you have a 21 year old and you only look Oh, Mid to late forties. in that one. We won't get into it now, right? But we we'll wait till her birthday has passed. It was it was a fucking tough year. Okay. Meg was born yesterday, two thousand three, twenty one years ago. I was injured. Yeah. And everyone from was the gone. birth. Felt <laughs> <laughs> the trauma. <laughs> okay. Right? Um, so there was a lot was of this. Was when your groin was in bits. It, it, was this when your groin no, was in bits? No, that was later. Done that, and I got stress fractures in my back. I was injured. I, I couldn't compete. Meg was born. I, everyone disappeared. And I always remember lying in the bed and doing Lee. And it was fierce fucking down going, like, what's it all? Where's everyone gone? Like, oh, where were they gone? Because when you're doing well and you're popular and you're out, everyone's around. And then when you stop okay. and when you get hurt or when you're injured and you, there's kind of no value to you, people disappear. So I think it comes back again. Like, you're only ever going to have real handful of real real friends it's back to that isn't and it and you can have fallings out with them and your family but they're always there for you ultimately yeah. like aren't yeah. they yeah yeah. you know like I had a fall not a falling out like my friend Pa he went missing at the start of friend December. of the show friend of the show he went we'll missing to this. but he, he got it he gets <laughs> not actually big, missing he gets into a bit like the way you could be in January he gets into this big kind of thing in December oh I'm a single parent I'm doing this I'm doing this I'm burnt out I'm doing everything and it's like just shut up boy. you're grand <laughs> but every year he disappears around December oh weird and I get fear sad okay. so it's like I'm not contacting him now he doesn't contact me okay. because he's busy I'm busy we don't... and then we meet up the first week of January back to normal it's grand all pleasantries you know? and then it all comes out Start having pops. So sorry, so you like you you reconvene first of all for yeah. a while and then you address it. I yeah. like that. It, then it'll end up in a few jokes, but everything is said. Yeah. It doesn't mean that he he's after changing his stance or I've changed mine. It's just But this is what this is you see, you have to say it all out. Like if I was ever cross with you, I'd tell you. Yeah. And you and vice versa. I think we established that way yeah, early yeah, on. Yeah. But like there are people then that operate in a different fashion and these are the ones that I'd be trying to protect my kids from is ones that get odd. Oh, come here. Sure, like, I have somebody in, in, in my extended family who said to Mara the other week that stuff has annoyed them about me what I did back in 2012 and oh, 2011. For and they're for fucking real. Are you for real? Tell them to like, write an article about like, it in the paper. 13 <laughs> years later and you're pulling out one or two things and all of these little things I'd look yeah. here. It's like, so what? You don't have to like me. Just be civil and we'll get on. Hey, but this is what, what I, I mean? can't understand. Just be civil. Be an adult. Just be civil. Like, there are people in my world. But they don't talk to me now. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a massive positive, by the way. Um, but no, no. But like, but 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 you see, people have different. I know people have different way of dealing with things, and I know people bring their own baggage to everything. 
and I, I'm kind of starting to become aware of, oh, like, well, my baggage is that I'm vulnerable and I need you to stake your colours to the mast and say that, yes, you're my friend. You know, like, that's mm. weird. That's very needy for a 40 year old. I'm not 48. Yeah, I'm only 38. Why do I keep why up you, that? Why do you want to be 40? I like, don't want to be 40. I, I, yeah. But having said that, I also don't want to be one of those people that's like, um, uh, oh, I'm not 40 when they are. Like, you're very lucky to get that far. Not everyone makes it. Do you know what I mean? Is that very grim? It's not to be an achievement. There's nothing to live. No, no, 40. no, no. But like, Shane has a friend that didn't get to be 40. So I'm always like, I need to honour him now by being happy about my age. That's what that was like um, when Graham Soonis attacked Eamon Dunphy on, um, <laughs> <laughs> on RTE during football commentary uh, one time. Dunphy was saying something to Soonis and soon as turned around and he says what did you ever achieve and he goes well I've managed to stay alive up until this point <laughs> <laughs> fucking fair it's funny live well done well done Eamon well done Eamon bye. Um, no, but John that point John. But like, the, good the, to be alive the, the thing is is that like people all have different ways of dealing with stuff but I don't like being forced to deal with stuff somebody else's way do you know what I mean like so if somebody decides they're not talking to me now no more that doesn't suit me because I'm like, I want to have it out. Have it out. And I want to be like, this And it doesn't have is... to be a massive fight. No. Like, I, I think most people, I, like, if we had an issue, I would hate it to have that hassle in my life. Yeah. I'd rather have it sorted out. I might be afraid, I might want to stick my head in the sand. But ultimately, normal people don't want hassle in their life. Yeah. And if they do, they're a yeah. fucking complete dose. They're well clear of them. Because there is people who love the drama yeah. because they're doing nothing positive in their lives yeah, yeah, they yeah. fucking they, they cling on to any little bit of drama whereas most people I think who are getting on and they're busy doing stuff to get on with their family their work their life trying to be happy why would you want shit like and also most people aren't thinking about you do you know, yeah. like most people are just about their day. Like I'm not sitting there going, oh my God, did I accidentally say something uh, like that upset someone there 10 years ago? No, I'm not. I'm about my day having my life. <laughs> like as if, I, if I'm only thinking about you when I message you. Other than that, I, you don't feature, like the, yeah, these people yeah. don't feature in my world. But it's like, I just think, I think definitely red flags. People that love drama are massive, massive red flags. But I think I'm trying to impart that to my kids too early that it's a too complicated a thing for them to understand at the moment. They almost have to go through this with several people themselves to then be able to come out the other end and be like, well, that person's just an absolute dramatic lunatic. Mm. But it's, I, I have this urge. My mom has this saying about it, don't ever want the rain to fall on you. And I'm always like, the rain has to fall on me, ma'am. Like, is it, it has to fall on me every now and again. Like, I go, you know, bad stuff is going to happen. Yeah. But I'm the same as her then. I'm like, oh, I, don't, I don't want them to experience the hurt of like a, either a friend not liking them or having a fight with their friend or like or falling out or or, or cha- I think I'm not good with change. <laughs> yeah, but you, I think you with your experience then being a parent and an adult that you have to help them help navigate them through it. So like say in a sporting context, right, where you could have a child and they're in a group, the group is closed away, and the child might feel the coach is picking on them yeah. or the coach doesn't like them and the coach is bullying them. It could be in the child's head as well, their own narrative in their head. Yeah. So if you chat, there, okay, this might be going on. I'm not saying it's not going on, but if you go in and you do everything that you're meant to do and don't give anybody else anything to say and the way that you behave, yeah. and then if there's still instances, do. then maybe you can go a step and take it further or if it's a child that's bullying and you're doing everything that you have to do and you're not feeding it because it's so easy if your child comes home. Laura's done this to me today. Laura's a fuck Laura. Don't you know what I mean? And yeah. if you feed it negative yeah. 
and then you could find in three weeks later that they're the best of buddies and they're all playing. Oh my so God. Be, and I've been I cut out for this. You have to give them the right positive kind of tools to deal with it doesn't mean that it's not going to, that you don't want to wring their neck yeah like, <laughs> and I've definitely been caught out with it I've spoken to teachers and saying you know this situation is ongoing and then like they come home and make a foolia they all have like friendship rings yeah. and I'm like excuse me <laughs> like yesterday she was the worst person in the world now she's like would you give me a friendship ring and I'm like I'm an Egypt that went into the teacher do you know what I mean or like I sent an email to the teacher or whatever and I'm like I totally get it but I just if I could just keep them away if like I would love Paul in particular to have my 38 year old brain where she knows that person is a dramatic dose that person is no good for me that person is emptying my cup yeah like uh, but she can't because she can only learn it by going through it yeah, but yeah, I yeah. don't want her to go through it and I don't want to have to go through watching her going through it I know I, there's, there's times as a parent where I feel like I actually feel like looking around the room going where is the adult because it can't be me because like I feel like surely my mum is going to deal with this do you know what I mean I'm like oh no shit I'm the mum in the situation here that has to deal with this and I don't I don't know that my answers are always right whereas my mum always seemed right I know and I'm pretty confident that Polly doesn't think I'm always right (laughs) that's not going to end Oh, it's very hard, she Rob. Like, I was on the phone to Megan, my Meg, yesterday, like, because of her birthday, and she was she playing a treaty in Limerick, and she's coming home in the car, and we're chatting on the phone. I was like, watch the roads because she was taking the bat, and you're fucking terrified, like, because yeah. oh. it was so cold last night. Yeah, and the roads could have been icy, and but you, I'd never have thinking that when I was younger. But sure, nobody was coming to collect you. Know? you. They were just walking <laughs> on the roads. <laughs> They didn't but care we're less. We're going off to navigate all these things as parents, like. But even yeah, like driving or like a friend of mine is like, oh, my son's after moving to Australia for a year, and I'm like, are you going with him? <laughs> because in my head, it's tiny little Alfie with his little backpack, you know, <laughs> hugging random strangers that he sees going into school, and I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to cope with any of that, or even like letting them out on a night out. Like my dad, I told you that before he used to collect me outside nightclubs at two o'clock in the morning. I'd sit into the car pretending I hadn't had anything to drink and off we'd go. Right. But he was there. I know he was there because he wouldn't be able to sleep at home. He was collecting me because he couldn't cope. Yeah. Whereas like I, I'm just going to not sleep for their teenagers because I am going to. But then they need to be free. They need to be free. And I'm not sure that I have the skill to set them free, which is bad. Do you know what I mean? I don't think I can cut the ties enough to let them be free and will, easy. You will because you're aware of it now. You'll figure it out. When we were at Centre Park Surgery in the week uh, with my friend Laura, my best friend Laura, and we were going down the slide, this, ma- like, not a scary slide, but uh, as scary as it gets in Centre Parks, me, Polly and Laura, right? And the whole way down, I'm there going, you all right, Paul? You all right, Paul? You okay, love? Love, are you okay? You okay, right? And Laura said to me afterwards, she was like, that was so funny. And I was like, what? She was like, you constantly asking Polly if she was okay. I said, I had to make sure she was okay. Like, it's a dangerous slide. And Laura was like, but sure, she was grand, like. She was grand. And it occurred yeah. to me then, I took the crack out of it for her because I was up to 90 that anything would happen to her. Like, what would have happened? She'd have just fallen out the end of the slide. Like, she'd have been fine. You know, it wasn't deep. Like I got, But it, it was a real wake-up call to me that I was like, I actually... My being full of fear is killing the crack of like that, a very basic well, that's slide. That's normal though. Like, like I know when we were in Spain this year, and you go to them like the fucking amusement parks with the roller coasters and stuff. Oh my god! And like Regan, Regan would jump out of a helicopter like nobody. <laughs> she's a like she's no fear. Like yeah, Tara's kind of getting that way, but Regan. I was fucking delighted. She was too small for loads of them. Yeah, and I know. She was coming back and asking like you know. How could we make her tall or like wanted anything? And I'm like, I hope she's going to be too small as well this year. But if she's not, she has to go on them. You look at the reality, they're going to be fine. 
she's going to go on them. Yeah. You know? And were you tall enough to go on all of them? <laughs> 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 but you do, like you go away and you're stressed out of your head stressed. all day. But are you trying not to let it feed into them? But it was, I was stressed. I, I was only delighted when we were going back to the resort. Yeah. And like even Shane takes Polly climbing on a, a Monday. And I'm like, that's great skill for her to learn how to climb. Yeah. She's not going to ever get to use it in real life. Like, you're not going up <laughs> no mountains. Do you know what I mean? Part of me will be like, don't give her that skill because then she's going to get like wanderlust for going up flogging Everest. And I'm like, I won't be able to cope and I'll have to go to Everest with her and I'll die up the mountain. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just don't know. We're not even at base camp, Laura. Will you come on? <laughs> I'm after dying down in the car park. I'm like the crowd that they ate. Polly had to eat me to stay alive. No, I just, I don't know how I'm going to. No, I know like they're only small at the moment. So. I know they're only small at the moment, so it's hard to imagine. But like, I just don't know. Like, Polly said to me something about going to college in Dublin. I was like, there's no college in Dublin. Like, you're going to go to college in Cork. Ah, you know, they'll be fine. But, but they'll be fine but I won't get a wink of sleep no I won't Rob I just you will like we're bringing kids there like we're going to an indoor competition up in Nina in a couple of weeks and the same in sport and I, I was chatting to the parents on Wednesday night and I said the main thing I said about going up here they're getting on a bus oh my god I'm already well, on yeah. the bus I'm coming on the bus <laughs> you're getting on a bus then you're going to drive up to a stadium you're out in the car park you're going to see all of the other kids and all of the other teams coming through so stressful because everybody wants to beat everyone yeah. But then the focus, the way sport is great, is like, no, you do your own thing so we come in. They'll have to go through a warm-up. Then you'll have to go to fear of the warm-up, pulling them from the warm-up arena onto a start line against a load of other kids who want to beat them. Mm. Some of them will finish last, some of them will do okay, but it's not about the result. It's them going through all of these uncomfortable situations and normalising that I'm safe, I'm going to be okay, I do my own thing. I don't have to worry about what he's doing, he's doing. And they're great lessons then for life. But already now I'll tell you where my head's at. <laughs> You're giving me that speech. And I'm there. I'm but you a see, parent. You haven't gone no. through. But it's no different to going on the stage, Laura. No, I'm a parent in the audience now and I'm going, a bus. Right, who's driving the bus? Has he driven a bus before? <laughs> what did he do the night before? Nina's a bit far away. Will there be a stop for the toilet? And then when we're stopped at the toilet, what about if Alfie doesn't know how to pull up his pants? <laughs> and what about if you forget him and then he's in Nina on his own? And then you get to the place and what if people aren't talking to him? What if the girls are too cool to be talking I to know, Paul? I know, like, as in, I know. Oh, but, but like, like uh, the, the notion, uh, like I'm already, uh, like the, they're but not we've going. Been, we've, but we've, we've been there. No, we've they're been there. They're not going. Have, no, the air. I'm going to bring them now. <laughs> He's coming out to the race, but this is but this happens as adults. Like dancing with the stars started now. Yes, uh, last couple yes. of weeks. Somebody said they want you to talk about your experience. About oh, that. I could. We could do a podcast. We will. On we it do a full one. It's yeah, so relevant to all areas of life. But just in that kind of uncomfortable phase, back to what we were chatting about, when you're starting to get to know people, you're all you. It's like I hope this works. I hope we get on. And Marty Morrissey was there. Tomas, I knew none of them, Laura. Oh, really? No, Did you know none any of them. them no, no, I didn't know Tomas, and 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 we're all there anyway. And I think some of the icebergs is very creepy, you know. But there was, <laughs> there was a glass mirrored dance floor where we were doing the promos for the show. I'm afraid of what's coming. Go on. <laughs> and, all, and me and Marty are great friends now. Okay. And I all remember. But you do get... What like, happened? No, I what tell happened? you. Okay. But you know, at the start in any relationship with yeah. anyone, sometimes you just get a feeling we're going to get on. Yeah. So me and Marty... <laughs> 
were next to each other and there was a mirror dance floor <laughs> the pro women dancers were opening it and you could see the <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared you could see the mirror looking up and Matt goes come out do you think I'm an heaven <laughs> oh my <laughs> god what? I was thinking just the same thing oh my god <laughs> brilliant and we got that so and I was like oh yes so you going to have a friend oh yes but another that, creepy right, friend for so me we, we got on really well straight away god, he was a, he's a lovely man and then there was another Nora Casey was on it do you know Nora Casey yes yeah the, the, one of the dragons yeah yeah and again it's fierce competitive so everyone is kind of sussing each other out and then um, it came up that Marty had um, Marty did Irish dancing when he was younger yeah so I remember being with the Tomas and Jake and we're great buddies no that awkward situation made us great friends yeah. great friends all of them to be honest and I says fuck it this is great I says lads we need we need to get out straight away and know that Marty has danced before and he is a partner for 15 years because that will wipe a load of votes because he's such <laughs> Marty's a heart traveller like. yeah yeah <laughs> and, <laughs> and then the, the, the dancing as well will show Nora Casey I'm sure he's only having a laugh yeah Nora Casey turned around and she said to me she goes oh she says you're a nasty piece of stuff was she messing? no I fuck I tell ya it was one of the most awkward moments in my life of how I felt and I remember going outside the Liffey Trust and I'm outside the Tree Arena and I'm ringing Marion and I'm telling her and I said I don't know when I'm after getting into and I, was, I felt completely overwhelmed because it was something that I, I couldn't do you're trying to get to know people and then somebody's after saying in front of you that you're in a it was fucking awful but why did she think you were nasty because you were trying to take trying, votes away from Marty yeah she only having a crack having a laugh looking at it then on the outside you don't know what ways people's, where people's heads are so she could have feeling so inadequate that she was probably a little bit older doing it. Yeah. That like, you know. Or she was trying to like kind of banter with the sports boys and kind of botched it yeah, a bit. Yeah, I, I don't know. But that, that was my read on it at the time. And I, I was fucking like, I was, this, it was very hard. I'm sure I was nearly 40, like. So you don't have to be a child. <laughs> yeah. And I felt like, yeah. do you know, you'd nearly feel like this <sighs> is so bad. Like, I, this is terrible. Like they think this is me. No, everyone's going to think I'm like that. And it's pure irrational because yeah. you're not in control of the environment. This is why you have to stick it out. This is why I would struggle would, to do something like Big Brother or something because I'd be like misunderstood. But you know at the what start. happens, Laura? Ultimately, everyone comes back to themselves. Like, yeah, you're true. back to yourselves, and then you're like, "Oh fuck, why wasn't I like that from the first?" I, but you see, you but you can't be. But it's back to that thing again. You can't be like you only have to go through the thing to be able to like. It's a, it's even like being a mom. All my friends that are first time mums, I can't fix that for them mm. because because I've having had a second and third baby I'm much more chilled but they have to go through the chaos that's a whole other podcast there's some dope so who give me advice on women <laughs> oh with babies God. like I've, oh I know God. a few of them and you swear that it's it's an innate talent that they've had like like fucking people have been having babies for millions of years yeah I know I know do you know what I mean you've just these, yeah this one I, I won't say it I'm after getting a bit better not I'm not saying full names and especially in families I'd say Nora Case he'll be on to us <laughs> <laughs> right go away <laughs> Big shout out to Nora. We love your work, girl. Talk to you later. Bye. Red Raw. Red Raw. With Rob and Laura.